0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Overthinking Thoughts pod. I am your host, Ed. And as always, we are pursuing greatness in a world full of chaos. This is episode three, which is coming to you on a Monday uh, instead of last Thursday. I feel pretty bad that I wasn't able to get you an episode, but uh, I got called out. So respectfully, here I am. (laughs) Um, Had a lot going on, man. I was being a dad. I was being a husband. Just thought that I had a little window of time and, and then you know, life called I had to take care of some things but we're here. And, and that's the beauty of this we I try to stay as consistent as I can with this podcast. Um, and just keep trying to bring you great content. So today's a good day. I'm, I'm happy to be back recording and, and doing something that I really enjoy. And um, I had a really good experience that I'm gonna share with you guys. Uh, as always, you know that talk about my, my kids a lot, and uh, this episode is inspired by my son who had his birthday recently 10 years old. Happy birthday, son! I love you. Um, he taught me a really cool lesson this weekend, I want to share with you guys. So, this episode is going to be titled Lesson A Lesson from My Son. Um, and he told me he's like, you better share this with your podcast. And I said, I got you covered. We made a promise on it. And he also told me that I couldn't quit where that came from. I don't know. but Like, I'm glad he said it. That they, they, they hold you accountable, man. It's, it's good to have people like that in your corner. But um, yeah, I'm just going to jump right into it. It's going to be a little different from how I normally do things, but I, I just really want to get this out there because I do feel that um there was a great lesson in what happened. So actually, before I go on, you know, product placement, urban royalty, shout out to my brother IV. Things are moving. Um, so you know, hopefully if I wear enough of his stuff, he'll sponsor me one day. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, so all right. Here's the exciting part about what happened. So we celebrate my son on his actual birthday. we Spent time with them. i took the day off from work. We were all over the place, man. He had us in like five different places just trying to find shoes and clothes and et cetera, et cetera. So took him out to a really nice dinner and treated him and then let him know we were going to take him to this amusement park over the weekend. And he was like super excited. Now, to know him is to know that he... He's very like set in what he wants to do. So you create a plan. That's the plan. Any type of surprises and things that jump in there and he not feeling it. he will challenge himself, but sometimes it takes a little extra push. So in this case, um, go to amusement park. He's been to places with rides and stuff, but we're talking like flips and turns and spins and all that stuff. And, and he wasn't feeling it. So, so when we got there, um, we got him on one roller coaster and it was cool, but you could tell he was kind of like, Ugh. and then I noticed as we kind of walking around, and, and we kind of knew that there were going to be some things that he did and some things he probably would stay away from. I wasn't going to expect him to get on like a 200-something-foot drop roller coaster, I wasn't expecting that, but I didn't want him to kind of challenge himself to see if he liked it. And so, um, there was one ride that we knew we wanted to get him on. But I also knew that if he saw it, he wouldn't do it. And I was doing my best to have him not see the full thing. Because I knew if he would have saw it, he wasn't going to go. Why am I telling you that? Because on other rides, he would look at it and he go, nope, I'm not doing that. Like before he even tried it, right? There were like four or five that he did that to. And I'm just like, man, if he looks at this, he's not. I know he's not going to do it. So I'm telling him like, yeah, man, if you go. I'll, I'll ride with you or whatever, and you know, I man, I'm. I used to ride roller coasters all the time when I was younger, but uh, I'm getting sick, I can't do, I can't do it, man. Um If you could, I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I, I get off like I got beat up, and I just, I man, his bones are brittle. But anywho, we decide. Okay, me him his friend were like, all right, cool, let's go do this thing. Uh, so we were standing in line. And he, I could see him be getting nervous. And I think the biggest reason why he was getting nervous was because he couldn't see what was about to happen. He kept trying to figure out what the ride looked like. He kept trying to figure out how big the drop was. And as we got closer and closer in line, the reality set that this was something he was going to have to do, and he was not feeling it. And so we finally get to the point where you know. We see the, the, there's like a line in front of us and they get on and then they, they take off. And now he's like, oh, this is real because we're next. So we're kind of in the middle and he's like looking around and I'm like strategically placed between, so like the tracks where you wait and then like a little area. And I'm standing like right there just to make sure that he doesn't try to take off because I know that he's very nervous. So we get on. And we're sitting there and, you know, we get all strapped in. And he's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I can see the fear in his eye. And and it, it took me back to a moment of time in my youth, which I'll explain it after this. But watching him in that moment, one, being vulnerable to say, I am afraid of what is going to happen next. And the whole time I kept telling him, like, son, you know, I'm not going to put you in a situation that's going to, drive you crazy like i need you to trust me i need you to trust me And he was like i just don't know so we you know the guy's like how's everybody doing my son's like man if he don't shut up (laughs) he was he was nervous but um we finally take off and so you know it kind of like takes you around and then you go up the hill so as soon as we start going up the hill he was like i can't i can't i can't and i'm just like well it's a little late now, but they're not going. They're not going to reverse it or anything like that. So I'm telling him, I'm like, squeeze my arm if you need to. Just squeeze my arm if you need to. And he's trying, but he's like, I'm too. I'm too scared and, and and nervous to even do that. And I'm just like, oh man, I really hope this goes well. So I told him, I said, man, just close your eyes and and just try to relax. Do your breathing. So we're going up. We're going up. I made the mistake of telling him to look. <laughs> um, you know what? Like amusement parks where they have like. You know, people be throwing stuff like off the ride, like hair ties and loose change and gift cards and stuff. And I was like, man, that's a lot of stuff, man. Look at that. Totally forgetting we're going uphill. So he kind of looked and he's like, why did you tell me to do that? So he starts panicking again. I'm just like, no, 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 chill, 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 chill. And we're going and we're going and we're going. And and we finally get to the top and I could just see him. He's like like breathing heavy, right? And I said, we're getting ready to drop. We're getting ready to drop. And he sees the hill and he's like, what like he kind of freaks out but by the time he was able to see it we go and when we go i can hear him he kind of like squeezed my arm and then i noticed that he just was like oh this isn't that bad and i mean this thing is flying and it's like old wooden roller coaster but it like it's legit and there's a moment in time where i became so proud because i could hear him actually enjoying himself and being like, yes, this is this is great. I mean, we get go through, it's probably like a two-minute ride. We finally finish, and I'm looking at him, and I'm just like, dude, I'm so proud of you. Like, This is the first time me and him have ever had a ride like that. And it went really well. And I just admired him for his courage because he didn't have to do that. And I know that he wanted to turn away, but there was something in him that just pushed him to keep going. And that made me feel great as a father. It made me feel great just to share that moment with him. And to be able to get off the ride and watch him, like, feel like, oh, I just accomplished something. Like, that was an amazing thing. He handled his first roller coaster experience a lot better than I did. Um, If you're from Cleveland, long time ago, I don't even know if they still do this, but there was, they used to bring this indoor amusement park. Ix Center used to do their, like, indoor amusement park thing. It had the little jingle and all that. Everybody went. Like, we always went. Every summer they bring it to be out there for like, it'd be out for like two, three weeks or something like that. So it'd be there. My dad uh, loved the man. Oh, he set me up. I didn't see it coming. Well, I did see it coming, but I didn't really know what to expect. So I specifically remember the ride. This is what I was talking about. When I saw my son get nervous and he held on, it took me back to like, I think I was seven or eight. So like seven or eight year old me <laughs> sitting. We're standing in line on this ride called The Zipper. If you know The Zipper, it's like this like oval-shaped thing, and then there's about eight separate like little seat-slash-cages that you sit in. Well, the cages have, like, they just closed. They locked it, and it's old school, right? So they, like, master-locked the thing, and then you got the bars on the cage, and then you got a strap that goes across your waist just to make sure you don't, like, slide around, right? Well, unbeknownst to me, uh, I didn't realize that the cages spun themselves. So I had never really been on a ride to flip you upside down. My dad was like, Oh, we should get on this. This'll be cool. And I'm looking at my mom. like, I don't know. She's like, nah, babe, it'll be fine. And, and she knew she, she knew I was going to be terrified, but you could tell, you know, like that mother's instinct of like, he'll be all right. I was not all right. We get on that cage closed, and it shook a little bit. I freaked out. I was like, "Dad, get us off!" He's like, "No, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it." I'm like, "No, I need off now. Like, I need off right now." And then the dude comes over to like check and make sure everything's okay. He's like, "Is everything all right? You got strapped in?" I was like, "No, no, not everything's okay." My dad's like, "We're good. Don't worry about it." He's like, "Okay, thanks." I'm like, "Bro, wait! I just took <laughs> help me, right, man? That ride started going. It." It was probably, the ride was probably like 90 seconds. It felt like half an hour. I mean, that thing was moving and flipping. I screamed from the time it slowly started all the way to the end. I just remember like being off balance, screaming like crazy, scared, terrified, tears. I'm talking about like true. Ugly criteria. tears. I'm not even holding on to the to the bars. I'm holding him around the waist. Like, get me off. Stop the ride. And then my stupid self thinking that because I screamed long enough, that's why they stopped it. <laughs> <We> st- <laughs> they stopped it. I'm like, thank God. I'm so glad he listened to me. Man, the ride was over with, bro. Like, hey, what are you talking about? But I remember getting off feeling crazy. And I remember looking at my dad. I said, I will never do this again. I'll never get on this ride. It's crazy when you go through something and you tell yourself you'll never do it again. And then when you see it again, because you went through it and you can analyze and go, actually, it wasn't that bad. I could do this. The next year, I got back on it. And then the year after that, I got back on it. And it just became simple. I was like, nah, this is cool. And then that like took me to you know you go to bigger like music parks you know you see the points and, and stuff like that, um, and it was great. And I I always think to myself if I would have never got on that ride like would I would I have faced other challenges right? So my son getting on this roller coaster and doing that made me think of something. I was talking to one of my coworkers about this. There I was talking about like our respected journeys right like. You might be called to preach. You might be called to be a teacher. You might be called to speak to thousands and thousands of people. I don't know what your calling is. That's where you and God have to have that moment of where you're listening to what he's telling you to do. And then realizing that it's time for you to walk in your purpose. Right. So a lot of times, for example, if I were to show you everything you had to go through in order to get to the thing that you love, would you do it? Like, if you could see the destination, like, if you could just stand in your destination and then see all of the obstacles and heartbreaks and failures and mistakes and bad decisions, if you could see all of that, would you go through it? I'm sure most of us would say no. Most of us don't want to fail. I'm sure that the majority of us don't want to go through situations that are going to make us feel less than what we are. But... You talk to any successful person that has walked in their purpose and they'll tell you, it wasn't always the best thing. There were, there were disappointments, there were failures. Somebody got the job over me. Um, this player made the team before I did. Uh, I, I didn't get the raise, whatever the case may be, right? Like all those things kind of play a factor in, in our, our journeys, our decisions and things like it. How hard are you gonna work after that, right? So I kept thinking, I just kept thinking, like, I was so proud of my son just for the fact that he faced a fear that I know he was terrified and he usually, he usually won't follow through. Most of the time, he'll just be like, I'm not, I'm just not doing it. And I'll be like, yeah, but sometimes you got to challenge yourself. You got to move. You got to do this. You got to do that. And he's like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm still not doing it. And this was like one of the first times where I actually watched him see it through. And what what amazes me is that he couldn't see what was in front of him, but he had to trust that it was going to be okay. How many times have you not been able to see everything that you're going to go through, but have to trust that as you go through it, things are going to be all right? It's amazing what you can learn from your son. It made me think, like, if he would have saw it, he would have never did it. He would have never got on it. He couldn't see what was in front of him. He didn't know what the ride was going to look like. He didn't know all the twists and turns and the bends and, and like, the times where he was going to enjoy himself, the times where he was going to go, oh, my gosh, and scream. He didn't know any of that beforehand. He had to trust that this was what he could do. And I think at times as humans, we don't do that. If things get too hard and we see something and we can see kind of like, if we can see the whole thing, we're like, ah, man, I don't know. I don't want to do that. It's about faith. though. It's about trust. It's about believing that I don't know what the road ahead looks like. I have to trust I'm on the right path. And I have to see it through, even though I can't see the whole thing. And my son really taught me that lesson of going after something like, I know he feels better about himself now because I I have a strong feeling that he probably would have questioned or still thought about it. Like, man, I should have. And like, that's one of the biggest regrets is. You see something in front of you, you see something that you feel like you should accomplish, that you should achieve, that that's meant for you. And we don't always go for it. Um, My son taught me a valuable lesson that. Sometimes you just have to have the courage to stand tall and face what's in front of you when you don't know exactly where it's gonna lead you. I feel that sometimes you know, when you're called to do something, like for example, me being, I felt like I was called to do podcasting. I, and I know that sounds cliche, but I do feel like that. I thought about it for so long. I put ideas in other people's heads and watched them do it. And I always was kept wondering, what if, or what if, or what if? And now that I'm finally doing it, I realize like, I didn't think that there were people that would listen to it. I was just kinda of like, I'll do it and see what happens. I've had people personally come talk to me and I know it's the beginning stages, but to have people say, Oh man, I really appreciate what you were saying, like I didn't think that I was that type of person. But to be able to say something that a person might hold on to and go, you know what, I'm gonna listen, I'm I'm gonna carry that with me as I go through my journey and through my paths and you know, through my schoolwork or you know, through through whatever test that's in front of me to know that I can be encouraging, that makes me feel good. And I know that all of you have something that can encourage somebody else or that can push somebody else, but we got to see it through, right? Um, it's scary. And yeah, you'll probably <laughs> have moments where you're gonna scream the whole time, but would you still pursue your destination? if you could see everything that it looked like and it didn't look like it was pleasant? Would you be able to take the steps necessary and go through the hardships and go through the mistakes and learn the lessons that come from that, if you could see it? Would you still be confident in yourself if you could see everything in front of you and it didn't look like the most pleasant thing in the world? Would you still pursue it? My son taught me that you're not gonna see everything that's in front of you. You're not gonna know how things are gonna start or finish. But one thing you have to do if you're trying to pursue greatness in a world full of chaos, is you have to push yourself and you have to see it through. There's so many great things that are on the other end of trusting and having faith in the things that you don't see. You know, that roller coaster is kind of like having a walk with God, right? There's moments where you're way up high and you feel great. And then there's moments where you're going through these turns and you don't know what's going to happen next. And you're fearing for your life. You're like, God, where are you taking me? Why does this look like this? Why are we in this dark tunnel? I can't see anything. And the whole time, and it's the whole time I kept telling my son, like even leading up to that moment where we took him, he kept trying to figure out what we were doing. And I kept saying, you just have to trust me because I know that there's something good for you in the end. I can't tell you right now because I know it'll ruin it. So. I have to wait until the right time, and man, like I just think about that from from our lives of like, there's so much we want right at once, and we um, are trying to push for it. We're like, I want it right now. It's the it's. I used to work with this doctor, and she used to always say, um, it's the fast food attitude. We want it fast, and we want it our way we want it right here right now we want quick fast in a hurry and we just want to go and i have to go through all of the things in order to truly enjoy what's in front of us if i would have told my son early that that's what we were doing i think he would have got really anxious and then maybe have talked himself out of it but to wait and let him know at the right time deliver it at the right time and then allow him to then experience it for himself i felt like was one of the greatest things that happened and he had an amazing time he was so tired at the end of that weekend but he enjoyed himself to see the smile on his face to see the 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 realization of knowing that he just accomplished something that he never thought he could do and he felt great about it and as a father that's one of the best feelings in the world. And it just makes me think from a faith perspective, I wonder if God smiles the same way when we go through something that we also feel like how my son did when we were on that roller coaster. When we're like, God, I don't know if this is meant for me or if I'm supposed to do this. And I like is am I supposed to even like is this the path I'm supposed to walk? I don't know. This doesn't feel comfortable. This doesn't feel like something I know. This isn't something I'm used to. You're taking me into an area where I've never been before. And I'm terrified because I can't see what's in front of me. And I feel like I'm not going to make it. And, and all these things are going through my head. I'm overthinking everything now, right? How am I supposed to trust you when I don't know what's in front of me? That's a question that I think we all have to answer in our respective walks in life do we really trust or are we going to run away from the challenges that are in front of us if you can see that it's going to be bad are you going to avoid it or are you going to go through it so you can learn your lessons and become the best version of you let's not run from challenges let's not you know let our fear overtake the courageous person we are um that just made me think of something ooh I feel like there's a spirit, I don't know, man, maybe God's talking through me, but I'm just going to keep running with this. But here's something I just thought about. I remember a couple years back um, before my youngest son was born. It was right around Christmas. Um, things were going pretty well. I just had a lot on my mind just because every time the new year comes, I always analyze where I'm at and I try to think about, you know, Am I doing the right thing? So at the time it was like, Am I being a good husband? Am I being a good father? Am I doing my best with my job? And and things were just kind of all over the place in my mind. And I remember, um, I was just praying to God. And I'm just like, Lord, please, like just you see me down here. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm struggling. I'm I'm hurting. I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm 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 ah man, like I'm just so angry with everything that's going on. I don't know what to do. I probably prayed for like 15, 20 minutes. And I remember like being done and just kind of sitting there for a minute and just feeling like, man, I just don't know what's going to happen next. I just, I'm afraid of like every step that I take cause I feel like I'm going to fail or I feel like it's not meant for me. I just don't know what to do. And so as I'm gathering myself up, my phone has this alert and I've got a Bible app on my phone. And uh, usually Sometimes they send like random push notifications and things, and this particular night, for whatever reason, like it usually say like, "Hey, take time to pray," or it'll be like, "Hey, check these plans out," or whatever. This particular time, and this is the only time that this has ever happened, it actually showed a verse, and it was like, "Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous?" And I had prayed this prayer of fear and doubt and shame and guilt and mistrust and overthinking and anxiety. Like I had all these thoughts to then get up from that prayer, not knowing what was going to happen next, and then randomly get this text of an actual Bible verse from the Bible app when it has never done that on my phone before. I was like, okay, Yeah, he was listening. And although I can't see everything that's going on, I gotta trust. Since that moment, you know, I've watched my youngest son. He took his first steps, and now he's walking all over the place. I've watched my wife grow into new opportunities, new job opportunities. Um, I watched how she has showed the most unconditional love to our kids, even on days when I know she's dead tired and I know that she just wants to break, and yet. Our kids are, I want to do this, I want to do that. And she still somehow, some way finds a way to make it work. I like to have a woman like that is amazing. It's a blessing for me. Like I I, I just have to be thankful for it because there is a time where I thought I wasn't gonna have that. And once again, I had to trust. And I'm I'm very grateful with what I have, you know. And now I'm watching my, my oldest son who now is like almost as tall as his mama. And and he's learning things and he's experiencing like experiencing things and he's going through, you know, all different types of lessons. And I just I. I think back to that moment, and I wonder if I would have gave up at that time, would I have any of this? Man. Um, I'm just really grateful for that. It's amazing that one roller coaster ride watching my son accomplish his dreams made me reflect and be thankful for all the good things that have happened in my life. I think sometimes we don't we we don't stop to take time to see how many flowers you know or, or or how many seeds we planted that have bloomed into to flowers that other people can see and and we can enjoy. We don't do that all the time. So what I'm going to challenge you to do this week is when you start questioning where you are and questioning your path and questioning if you're good enough if you're strong enough or anything like that i want you to take time to analyze and look at where you were and where you are and it might not be a drastic change but there might be some steps that you've taken where you have moved in a positive light that's a win celebrate that seriously celebrate that um because we don't take time to truly appreciate everything that we go through. We can look at more of the bad rather than look at the good. Um, And I want to just challenge you to step back and look at all the great things that have happened in your life, Um, because I promise there's probably more good than bad. Even if you feel like you're the worst person in the world, I, I truly believe that there's something positive in you that you can contribute because the world needs that. My my son facing a big fear and riding a ride that I, he thought he would never get on. To watch all of that watch it reflect on how we move through life was probably one of the biggest yet best blessings that God has given me outside of my two boys and my wife. And that to me, I can't do nothing but say thank you. So I felt like I had a different route that I was going to take with this, but sometimes when when God puts you in a different direction, you just got to go with that and trust that it's going to be the right thing. And I trust that there's something in here that you're going to be able to use this week. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. I love you. I believe in you. I All the positive things, all right? I want you to have an amazing week. This is a great start to your week. It's Monday, and you're going to get another one on Thursday. I'm, I'm bringing you one Thursday as well. So I'm going to do my best to make sure we get that to you. But um, once again, thank you for your support. And I really appreciate you listening to, to this podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. I'm on Instagram at Overthinking Thoughts Pod. You can also email me at OverthinkingThoughtsPod at gmail.com. And we on TikTok. Not dancing, but we're on TikTok, man. Overthinking Thoughts Pod on TikTok. Make sure you you run that up. I'm gonna be posting clips, episodes, things like that. So make sure you uh, support, subscribe. Thank you for everything. Um and remember Even though you can't can't see it when you get ready to start this journey and you don't know how it's going to end, just start. You start by putting one foot in front of the other. Stay positive and believe in yourself because I believe in you. All right? It's been great. I'm your host, Ed. We out.